Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Cowboys coming off, uh, they just absolutely own the Giants. But honestly, really, occasionally, yeah, we assume what Philadelphia's done, played for the Super Bowl, won it a few years back. But they own the AFC East, and, and they are in a stretch. Mickey Spagnola joins us. They just played Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, but they are whoever, DeVito, Danny DeVito was in New York, uh, Bryce Young, a rookie with Carolina Panthers. The commanders, Hal puts up big numbers, but he's an interception waiting to happen. They're in a stretch where they don't play much. And how dangerous then does that make it? Because you never know in the NFL. Well, you don't know uh, in the NFL, but again, I think what the Cowboys have to do is concentrate on themselves. Don't worry about who they're playing, what the record is, where they're playing. Uh, as I've been saying, they need to go on a four-game winning streak. Uh, they've got one. Now they got to worry about getting two because you can't get the four if you don't get the two, right? So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I think they have their heads screwed on straight. Uh, they're saying the right things about preparing themselves, uh, understanding that this is the NFL. It's like Cavante Turpin told me today. He said, you never know when one of those teams is going to play the best game of the season. So you got to be prepared. Like Arizona did? It, yeah, exactly. Although, let, let's remember Arizona. The Cowboys started only two-fifths of their offensive line, and two of the guys taking those three spots were making their first NFL start. So there was a, a circumstance going on. I'm not giving them a soft pillow to lay their head on. Uh, and I guess we just found out how good Joshua Dobbs can be, right? Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, been a fun story. So, so I, I, I mean, I, that question has come up, and those guys have had to answer it. And, you know, I think sometimes we uh, end up making that an excuse. Well, they didn't care about this game. Well, it's not – don't care about it when you play it. It's the preparation, right? That's when you got to. That's when you got to care to get prepared for the game. Because once you get on the field, you're going to play hard, right? You don't go out there lackadaisical if you've ever played anything in sports, right? Uh, but what you have to do is make sure you've prepared to play that game. Mickey, um, they're trying to find ways to get the running game going back to to what it was. Tony Pollard had these big plays, and since they, you know, they've made him the lead back, it just hasn't been the same. With Rico Dowdle getting maybe more look, can they maybe go back to that where Tony Pollard is still the starter, but he can also be that, but the change of pace maybe comes in a different way with Dowdle coming in the game? Yeah, I got no problem with that. Uh so isn't this kind of ironic? What were they saying last year? Well, we got to have more. Re- we got to have more Tony Pollard because because uh, Zeke just not doing it right now. It's well, 
I don't know if Tony Pollard's doing it. Now we need more Rico Dowdle. Well, maybe they should have kept Zeke here. Um, look, however, however you got to do it, do it. Uh, I, I think the change of pace, it's not the change of pace, but maybe the change of tempo on how guys run uh, can confuse a defense. Uh, maybe not asking Tony Pollard to have to keep pounding in between the tackles, right? Mm-hmm. To get them in space, get them on a pitch out, uh, different ways you can use him to use his speed. Uh, because uh, it's hard to use your speed when you're running off guard and there's no hole there. you got to be a different type of, uh, of running back. And I think we've seen uh, Rico make some uh, runs, although some of the runs he's made, they're blocked pretty well, though, too. you got to consider that. So uh, however you got to do it. I mean, you know, they ran for 168 yards. It didn't seem like it uh, in that game because they were throwing the ball so well. But if you got to throw the ball to open up the running game, why not? Who cares? Uh, if I score 40 points or 49 points and I'm struggling running the ball, um, that tells me that, well, maybe we can go score 60, right? So sometimes, and I think um, uh, uh, C.D. Lamb today made a good point. They asked about the running game. Do you want to see Pollard get going? And he goes, well, he goes, Maybe these teams will start backing off, uh, meaning not play com- like the Giants did and try to play this in man coverage, uh, and, and that'll open things up up front. So we'll see uh, how it goes. But again, as long as you are gaining 640 yards, I don't care about the running game. I got a I got a theory on Dowdle and the theory on Pollard before, of course, Dowdle and when it was Zeke. The Cowboys fans, um, obviously very passionate, the best fans, uh, I guess it depends, best or maybe the most frustrated. And, but, you know, they like stars. And, I, and I've always thought that maybe what they need sometimes are the Army Ants. And we'll, so what's wrong with having two? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? You can't have, yeah, that's a good like, point. You, know, you hear, well, hey, we need Stephon Diggs because of all the chatter. Well, I mean, you can't have an all-pro team. you got to have some you know, some army ants, some guys that are the worker bees. Yes. And I think, and so, and then all of a sudden down, of course, Pollard coming off the knee injury, but that's my, my thought uh, about that. Dak is playing incredibly well. I know it's like the number one discussion because everyone's going to pay attention because it's the Cowboys logo. If he played for like Arizona, nobody would care, but he is, it seems like he's got something going. Is this him getting more comfortable with the offense with McCarthy? I think, more comfortable with the offense and more comfortable back playing football. And I think you guys might've heard me say this before. He just, I talked to him after what, what game were it? It was a, it was a road game. It was the previous road game when he played well, maybe it was the, the Rams game. And we were walking towards the bus. And, and I said something to him. I said, you look like you're back having fun playing football. And he kind of looked at me and smiled. I said, you were trying to be perfect before. Uh, and, you know, stay in the pocket, make sure I don't throw any interceptions. Uh, and I said, now it's like you're playing Dak Prescott football. And he goes, well, yeah, but I'm getting comfortable. But he knew what I was saying, and he didn't want to say it, but I think he agreed that he – he was trying to be too perfect before, and, and and now he's cut it loose. Okay, if you throw an interception, you throw an interception, but but 
five times other times, you're going to throw the ball downfield uh, the way you need to to throw a guy open. I, I just think he's playing Dak Prescott football. And if that means being comfortable with the offense or just comfortable playing again, um, using his feet when he needs to use his feet, we've seen how well he throws the ball on the run, by the way. And then if he doesn't, it's not there, pull it down and go. And, and so, uh, yeah, I thought he was trying to play different. And I don't know that they were asking him to do that, uh, but I think he was doing it on his own. But, yeah, this is one of his best stretches. although I do remind folks that when he came back from the injury last year and they played 10 straight games before they had the clunker at the end against Washington, they were averaging 35 points a game. 35. So, uh, you know, it wasn't all him. Uh, I figured out his quarterback rating during that stretch was like 94. Uh, Well, right now, uh, he took a quarterback rating that was in the 80s, I think after the uh, San Francisco game, to 105 now, and it's the third best in the league. And, uh, you know, Five weeks ago, people were talking about, you know, well, are they going to renew his contract? Maybe you just need to let him go. And now they want to say, well, yeah, he might be the MVP of the, of the league. So you can see how things change in this league. Mickey, um, one thing I'll tell you about, uh, I've, I've noticed about Dan Quinn over his entire career, if you go back and look, if he tells the front office to draft a defensive back, they should probably do it based on, uh, I mean, just the returns that they get. Like, Deron Bland, I mean, no, like, unless you were a super fan or a draft Nick, you'd not really heard of Deron Bland. And Dan Quinn goes, that guy. And now uh, they're going to have, you know, one of the best quarterback duos. Whatever happens with Stephon Gilmore next year, the Cowboys can make their mind up with that. But, I mean, with Bland and Diggs next year, like, those are two dudes who go get the ball. Oh, yeah, and, and, and it's an innate ability, right? You, you really can't teach that. you got to have a sense of how you're doing it. And when you hear that uh, Bland has become the first cornerback uh, in back-to-back years with five interceptions since Everson Walls in 81 and 82, it's like that speaks volume. And by the way, when Everson did it in 82, um, you guys, well, David would remember, huh? Yeah. Uh, that was the strike season. They only played nine games, and he had seven interceptions in nine games mm-hmm. uh, after his 11 uh, in his rookie year. So, yeah, Bland is, you know, think about this. If, if Diggs doesn't get hurt, Jordan Lewis is the fourth corner, right? Because Bland's in the slot. Uh, and then you got Gilmore. Now, next year, you know, Gilmore's only on a one-year deal, and – He'll be 34 next year. Uh, and you just paid Diggs. Now you're hoping that he comes back uh, as the same player, you know, and if you want it, you got Diggs on one side, Bland on the other, and figure out the slot uh, just to see what's going to happen. And if Gilmore wants to play for a reasonable amount, it's a pretty good uh, four-man uh, cornerback crew too. So, yeah, I, I think uh, – and the thing about Dan Quinn is he, he he figures out how to use guys. It's not like here's here's how I do this and you got to fit into it. It's no. Let me see what this guy can do and I'll make him you know fit into however he can play best. And I think that's one of his 
uh, best quality. Mickey, last question uh, for you, if you don't mind, but it's now November, mid-November, Thanksgiving around the quarter. The schedule gets a little quirky. They're going to host a game uh, a week from today. But can you try to explain the difference, not just preseason to regular season, but regular season to playoffs, but the stretch drive? There's a lot of games because there's the extra game. But is there something in the air when you get to mid-November and the players just know it, the veterans just understand it? Oh, I think so. I think, it, you know, they, they understand that now it's time to start streaking. You know, Bill Parcells used to tell us all the time when he was here, uh, and I think it was kind of his philosophy when people would ask him late uh, uh, September, middle of October, you know, how good's your team? And he goes, ask me after Thanksgiving. He says, then I'll, we'll see enough and we'll know what the rest of the season looks like, right? And, and I, I think they understand it. And, you know, and, and it's hard to get through this stretch. You know, you, you're going to play a road game on, on Sunday. And, you know, for their benefit, it's a good thing at least it's a noon game because I can remember several years they were playing like the Giants on Sunday night and then had to come back and play on Thanksgiving. How fair was that? You know, it's almost like you, they were penalizing the Cowboys for uh, playing host to a Thanksgiving Day game. Well, now that everybody plays on Thursday, I guess every, it's kind of evened out, and they understand that who's ever playing on Sunday, if it's a road game, don't make them go to the coast and then have to fly home and get home at 4 in the morning. Uh, but, yeah, it's a tough stretch. Uh, and then they play Thursday again, so you don't get a break uh, until back-to-back Thursday games. Uh, but there, there is, David, I, it, there is a sense of, uh, importance like okay you got to step on the pedal and as and as I pointed out they need to win four straight um, if they want to stay in the hunt uh, to uh, compete for the division title because if you look at the Eagles schedule right they're, they're going to play some pretty tough teams starting Monday night in Kansas City. Yep, and then Dallas might be getting a break and anyone else that plays Buffalo because they look like a mess right now, but <laughs> who knows with that by the time they what play What do you think happened there? That, that's amazing what's happened uh, to that uh, team. Uh, it, I, we got to go, but it, it seems like they're playing so uptight. Like they're playing as if every single pass, every single play is the end of the world, and it just doesn't seem like a team that's playing free and easy. I, I, the That's pressure, probably a pretty good point, yeah. yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Mickey. Okay, good talking to you guys. Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com with us every Thursday on 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.